Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hey One Hope, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Joel Price, and today we're reading uh, Galatians chapter 2, verses 15 through the end of the chapter. And I've uh, decided to talk about today something that I have really almost no right to talk about, something I have no experience with, something that I have only observed uh, as a third party, and while I was close to it, well, let's just say I'm treading on thin ice with this one. So, hopefully, in the spirit of the word that we're reading, that you have some grace for me, (laughs) and... uh, can bear with me while I talk about it. And of course, what I was going to talk about today is giving birth to a child. (laughs) Now, I do have four kids, but I guarantee you, I did not birth any of them. In fact, I don't have the best track record either of of maybe being fully present or or aware during the births of my, my children for for Riley, my oldest, uh, there's a video of me picking my eyebrows and and uh, maybe maybe being a little bit creative with with the status of uh, my wife's contractions. I and mean, one of my jobs was to watch the monitor. You know, as a young young about to be father, and uh, I was supposed to watch that monitor and tell my wife, you know. At what stage of the contractions? Oh, this is this is a this is a big one. This is a little one. Oh, you're there. It should get better now. It's kind of encouraging. Just you know, she's dealing with the pain and she's dealing with uh, you know all that goes into it, which I again know nothing about. And my job was to walk her through it. And what I found very quickly was that. I didn't need to look at the monitor. If she was in a lot of pain, that meant it was a big one. And if she wasn't in a lot of pain, she didn't need me to tell her that she's in a lot of pain. So I would generally just listen. And I was tired too. I mean, it's hard work waiting for someone to deal with pain. So I was, I just kind of say, oh yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. You're doing great. Yep, up ah, there's the peak. There it should get better now. And it, it was very effective. I work it. I think it helped her quite a bit. But unbeknownst to me, uh, my sister-in-law was videoing me while I was sitting in the chair, not looking at anything, with my eyes shut, saying this, and I got caught later. I my second daughter. Um, I think I was there pretty much the the whole time. Um, I I was I was ready to actually catch the baby for that one, but um, I didn't actually want to. That that was scary. But that was I was encouraged to do that. But it came so fast that that I didn't really have time to engage. Other than um, the nurse pushed me out of the way because I don't I don't think she thought I was doing a good good enough job with helping carry on that one. Um, third daughter, I realized at that point I should just get my sleep. So I slept on the couch, um, until they told me it was time. And with my son, 
that was a C-section. And uh, they asked if I wanted to see it, and I said, no, I'd rather just kind of stay up past the curtain. I'll stay where, uh, you know, everything's the way it should be. I'll look at my wife in her inner face, and I don't, I don't need to see any of that. So my track record's not great. But the whole reason I tell you this story is because one of the things we learned in our first birthing experience, I say ours because, you know, I'm part of that, was that my wife went through many hours of labor because she wanted to do a natural childbirth. And it wasn't until she, oh, I won't say she gave in because... I'm not sure that's what that's exactly a, a good way to describe it, but she decided to get an epidural, and when once she got an epidural, Riley came very quickly. I think her body relaxed; she wasn't fighting the pain anymore. And as soon as she was able to relax, the baby came. And that's what we learned with all of them, other than the C-section, is that once the epidural was the in, the labor went relatively quickly. Now, why am I talking about that in relation to Galatians chapter 2? Well, in Galatians chapter 2, it says, For through the law I died to, to the law, so that I might live in God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, For if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. I'm sure that that it's all making sense now. It's crystal clear. And I, well, okay. For those of you who, who didn't draw those obvious connections, I'll explain. I think life with Christ has a little bit of a paradox, a little bit of what might seem like a contradiction. It is necessary that we accept that we are sinners. It is necessary that we understand that as long as we continue to strive to be without sin, we try to live under the law. But that does not mean that we rejoice in sinning. In fact, we die to ourselves and we live in Christ. So there is, there is a surrender that must happen for the life in Christ. It says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And just like with my lovely wife, Carrie, it was not until there was a, there was a, a, a giving in, there was a, a somewhat of a surrender that life came forth. And as we strive to make things happen, as we work and we push against the, the natural course of things, And the natural course in the spiritual life, of course, is sin. That is what we will do. But until we we surrender, or it's not until then that Christ will live in us and that life will come forth and will birth a new creation. I am prayerful and hopeful that you today can surrender, can accept your sin, can accept the grace that God has for you 
and the grace that is necessary for righteousness to be manifest. And with that, let's pray. Dear Lord God, help me to give in, God. (laughs) I pray for a heavenly epidural where I know that sin exists, but I know that you can take care of the consequences of sin and that I can live with you and that only through surrender may life come forth. Bless this day as we walk together in your spirit and in your forgiveness. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.